0: Today's guest is Jess Hunt, a model, influencer, and co-founder of her makeup brand, Refi. Jess has made a mark on the industry, so stay tuned as we discuss all things beauty and what it takes to run both social media and a growing cosmetics empire. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Founded Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs who built some of the biggest brands today and where we learn exactly how they did it. I believe in collaboration over competition, and so I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other in what can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you are an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. So without further ado, it's a delight to welcome our guest for today, Jess Hunt. She is a model, influencer, and co-founder behind one of Instagram's favorite beauty brands, Refai. Inspired by Jess's own aesthetic and with the personal inspirations of beauty, fashion and photography in mind, Rafi is truly one of a kind. Since launching in November 2020, the brand has garnered major social media hype and become widely known for its sleek curated range and three-step routine to achieve Jess's signature fluffy brows. I also love Jess's messaging behind the brand too. It's all about redefining beauty and encouraging everyone to be confident in embracing their natural self. Speaking to her 1.7 million followers and growing on Instagram, this is such an important message of self-love to share and ultimately what all beauty founders, including myself, hope to inspire. So Jess, thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Oh, hi, Akash. Thank you so much for having me.
0: So I ask all my guests the same question I'm going to ask you. Who, in a nutshell, is Jess?
1: So I am a big fan of the podcast, and I have heard you ask every guest this question, so obviously I've had yeah. time to think about it. Um, I would say that I'm a very creative person. I would also say I'm very fun-loving. I'm definitely the kind of person that loves to learn. Um, and I think all of that like that came together to then inspire me to want to create Refire. I think I'm just that type of person that wants to figure out problems I find that there were a lot of problems in the makeup industry and just finding products that did what I wanted them to do and were just simple and easy to use. So I feel like all of that combined together kind of where things started for Refai.
0: Oh, I love that. Great answer. I mean, this is <laughs> this is what the perks of listening to the podcast you can get. <laughs> I, I mean, that. you have some uh, amazing
1: guests, so I'm a big fan.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. But yeah, no, it's um, definitely... Uh, it's such an incredible moment to just to like think, you know, if we just take a step back as this is like, you know, forget the podcast part, like as yeah. founders, it's pretty cool that we can just like conversate, talk about our journeys. And that's kind of why I wanted to do the podcast was I had no intention of being a podcast host. I mean, you know, as a founder, it's, it's not exactly something that we can like give that much time to. But I remember like my first few conversations with a few founders that were just, just reaching out to me when I started Fable in Maine. I kind of was like, oh, this, these, I wish this Zoom was recorded. I wish my team could hear it. I wish I could listen back to it and I wish others could hear about it. And I was like, I think the medium is a podcast. I'll just interview founders like, like, you know, like mates and just press record. that was my and then yeah now we're nearly 200 founders deep and I'm like okay this is a thing (laughs) but I I still do it my way I've not taken any sponsorship I don't monetize it I just like keep it very organic you know that's my whole thing about this
1: I love that so much I feel like even the ones that I've listened to I think when you look at some of the brands that you've been able to speak to and founders you've been able to speak to you always assume that it was easy and they got Mm -hmm. there so quick and it was just immediate success but Actually, hearing people's stories, it just gives that human element and makes you, I don't know, it makes you feel like anything's possible.
0: And, and connect as well, right? Because like I feel like mm-hmm. I I've worked in corporate for quite a long time, and I I just wanted the industry to move towards really pioneering and championing founder-led brands because mm-hmm. I really think um, that is where people can really see emotion authenticity and uh connectiveness to to the products as well and why they were created um, as opposed to just profit which which of course is important but there's so much more to it than just business you know there's a whole dream there and that's exactly it so I can't, I can't wait to go into how I refi started but I want to start a bit back at the beginning so I know you were originally from Plymouth?
1: Yes that that's correct? correct yes.
0: Amazing so what were some of your like earliest memories of beauty growing up in, in England?
1: So to be honest with you the person that probably inspired my love for beauty was my grandma. She was so beautiful and she was just obsessed with makeup like I just remember my grandma smelling like like lipstick and like like a pressed powder. That is honestly what I remember so well. And she would always carry around her makeup bag and she'd always be like, come here, darling, let me do your, like, your lipstick, da da, da. Um, So she was definitely one that, well, in the very beginning, inspired my love for beauty and kind of showed me the ropes, to be honest. So it was started from there. And then the older I got, I found that obviously beauty was a passion of mine. I love trying different products. I will say, though, I don't think really like my makeup style has changed that much over time it's always been quite simple quite natural I would say almost the easy option in the morning um but yeah it's really nice to see that my makeup style hasn't changed but I think from that I realized that there were products that were missing in the market to create this kind of look that I loved and wanted it to be so easy for myself and anybody else to create and that's kind of where my idea
0: for well, what is now Refire started? Oh, I had goosebumps when he said that. Because like, for me, obviously, my whole business is built on my grandma's yeah. past, story. Mm-hmm. And uh, hearing that makes me love the brand even more because it's so <laughs> cool just to like, see like um, just where like the founder's initial memories came from and, and desire to create something. Because there's a lot of some things out there, but to create our own Absolutely. thing needs to have a bit more emotion. I think that's so cool. But, yeah, and, and honestly, our grandparents are one of the most, you know, Uh, fondest memories of people growing up and I think you can infuse that with beauty it's so beautiful so I love that (laughs) um so I know like you obviously have garnered an incredible following over the years what was some of the like how did you start it uh what was your first yeah like introduction into the whole social media space
1: sorry to be that person but I feel like the social media side of things just happened for me. Like it was at, yeah. at a time where Instagram first sort of started. I never sat out on that platform. Well, I never even knew what we can do with social media now would ever be a possibility back then. I would just buy different clothes, try out different makeup looks, take selfies, take mirror pictures, take pictures of my friends before I went somewhere and I'd post them. And obviously I was really grateful that people were seeing my posts and people started to follow me. And I guess just over time, my following started to grow. Um, And then, yeah, and then, sorry, I remember there was a time where a brand had messaged me on social media to say, hey, like, we'd love to give you some free clothes if you'd love to take a picture. And then I thought, oh, my gosh, like, free clothes. That is just, like, the ultimate for me, honestly. (laughs) Um, So that's kind of how it started. It started with brands gifting me, and I felt that back then, I would be gifted an item. If I liked it, I'd take a picture in it, I'd probably post it on my Instagram. And then the beauty of social media back then, it was a lot about posting as often as you could. I felt I feel sorry. And also brands would then reshare you, and that would be you being shown to a completely new audience, their audience, and so on. So that's kind of how I believe growth happened back then. I feel like things have changed a lot now. But it was yeah, but it was a little bit easier, I guess. To grow back then. Um, So that's kind of how it started. It did just happen on accident but of course an amazing accident. Like if you could have told me when I was younger that just one day you'll get free products that you absolutely love from brands that you shop from or you couldn't even imagine being able to afford sending you products to try and they want to know your opinion, they want to know how you style things. Like it just even now it just doesn't seem real being able to say that but I'm just so grateful for everyone who has followed me and supported me because i say it every single time but even with refire as well like none of this would be possible without anybody wanting to see what i'm up to or wanting to support me so i'm so grateful for that
0: oh and i love that you said that as like the highlight part of it because the the journey is incredible and of course there's there's people you meet, there's opportunities you get, brands you get to work with. But the most special part, I think, for, for most people should be, and, and for you it is clearly that, is the community that you build, the family Absolutely. you build on that journey. Uh, that's, you, you know, like I, I used to do a lot of talks when I was at Dior um, because I was in charge of like social media influencers uh, globally when I was there. And for me it was like I was seeing a lot on the ground but I was also like very mindful of the kind of mental health issues that social media can play whether it's the dopamine um, the addiction whether it's you know I, I was doing a lot of polls at the time and seeing that people were like 50 50 people were like I really am mentally drained going on social media seeing people but I'm also like really inspired and it's a tough tough place especially as it evolved and, and, and today it's a very different landscape but if you take all of that away the the one thing that still makes people go back and what makes it still an amazing place is the community, right? It's you're connecting to people, especially in like the pandemic and stuff when you didn't have access to people physically. Like there is so much power in the virtual connectivity of people.
1: No, Uh, absolutely. And even to what you just said about the pandemic, I just remember there were times where I was literally just having DM conversations with my followers and I probably didn't realise it, but I probably maybe needed those conversations more than they did. And it was even yeah. certain influencers or YouTubers even that I followed. They some days they got me through the lockdown because it was just having that friendly face and just hearing what people were up to. And it probably we probably had like the identical day because there wasn't loads to do, but it was just nice like to feel that like you said, that sense of community and sense that these people are your friends. They actually are. And I think, yeah, and it's incredible that we can all be connected in that way. And then back to Refai, I just think it's incredible. Like majority of launches that we bring out now, pretty much eight, nine times out of 10, a customer or customers have influenced our choice in creating that product. So it's just, it's incredible.
0: So now let's get to, this is my this part that I'm like so excited to learn how it all started. So Refai, I know you have a co-founder, Jenna. Um, yeah. How did you first... Meet her.
1: Yes. So Jenna actually already had an incredible, or still has a very incredible. Yes, shrine. So it originally used to be called the Gypsy Shrine, sorry. And that kind of blew up in the UK, I would say, a few years ago now. I want to say maybe five, six years ago. Um, And she created products which were all for like festivals and like body glitter and face jewels. And at one point that was just, it just took off. It just blew up. Um, and myself and Jenna had become good friends because, again, I was very fortunate that she was gifting me some of her products for me to try. I think I remember at one point, I actually I don't know what I was thinking, but I created like a skull makeup look using all these jewels. It looked pretty cool. But, um, yeah, I did, obviously, for Halloween time. Um, but, yeah, I did that. And, yeah, we just ended up speaking over email. And, again, like with, in the thing of social media, we just became quite good friends. And it wasn't until... I wanna say twenty eighteen we actually met for the first time, like actually in person. We've been pen pals up until that point. Um and I was actually on a shoot with um a brand and she was there also as I was like modeling because I used to model um modelling some of her face jewels and like creating some really cool looks. Um anyway, we were on that shoot together and honestly it just came out of nowhere, but by the end of that shoot well, to begin with, she was watching me how I did my brow routine. And back then it was just so crazy, so complicated. I think she was the first person to actually point out to me that this brow routine isn't it isn't OK. Like, it's a bit, it's a lot. I think I was using about three products and maybe two or three brushes just to set my brows in place. And then I'd go and like my pomade and my pencil straight after to create like that big brow look, like I love that. That's just kind of how I like to wear my brows. Anyway, so she, I was like touching up my makeup on that shoot, and she came over and was like, "Explain to me, like, what are you doing here?" And I was like, "So I do this for this, and I do this for this, and I have this because on the other end, I like the brush, and it just, it was just so complex." Um, but anyway, it started the conversation between us that there wasn't a product out there that just did everything that we wanted it to do. So. Myself and Jenna, we then discussed what this dream product would be. And I explained to her why I liked certain elements of all of the products and brushes that I was using. And then by, we then had lunch together that day. And by the end of that lunch, we had actually drawn out on Jenna's iPhone, what is now our brow sculpt. Obviously, it didn't really look much like the brow sculpt on our little WhatsApp drawing. Um, But yeah, we drew up this idea. We like talked about what it would do, how it would work and why it would be such an incredible product kind of just left it there she was like okay yeah I'll get back to you I'll get back to you I think it was about four weeks later Jenna heard whatsapp me and said okay so I've presented this idea to one of the factories I know and they're gonna sample it like they're gonna sample it and see what we can do so I was like okay amazing like I, could, I thought brilliant like we'll have the product within a week great love that then I've got a product that I can use all the time Little did I know how long, as you probably know, how long this process takes. Mm-hmm. So we were back and forth, I have to say, for like a year, nearly two years with this factory trying to get it right. We had hundreds of samples. Eventually we got there in the end. And it wasn't until we kind of got near enough the final sample of what is now our Brow Sculpt that we kind of said to each other, like, oh, gosh, like this is a really good product. Like, this actually could be something. And then this is when we spoke about actually starting a brand together. Obviously, the refi you see now has come such a long way since then. But originally, it was just about coming up with this idea or gap in the market for a product that we both wanted and wasn't available. And we wanted to have a go at creating it. It was literally that simple. Um, so, yeah, so fortunate that the brow sculpt finally happened. We finally got the perfect final sample. And then we started work on the pencil and pomade. And um, at this time, also, once we kind of nearly perfected the brow collection, we were originally just going to launch with that and just be a brow brand. We're like, oh yeah, we can do brows. That'd be great. Let's do that. And then I don't remember how this conversation came about, but I was like, think we should be doing more than this like I've got more ideas and she was like I've got more ideas too so we kind of just sat down and thought about what is missing in the makeup industry like what is missing from other brands like how to not confuse the customer how to bring out like one product which has so much innovation which is simple to use does what it needs to do and that's kind of been like the the mold for every single collection we've created since then so yeah we never expected what's happened to have happened it was just an off-the-cuff idea and Obviously, I'm so grateful for everything. And, yeah, it's been... Of our wind, to be honest.
0: There's so much I want to talk about. I wanna organise this. So first things <laughs> first, my first question is the name. How did you come up with the name?
1: Yes. So I don't know how you feel, but I think that's one of the hard obviously crap's development. It's, the so product, hard, but it's is one of the
0: trademark. Parts. I mean, not even that's okay, trademark is obvious, like class three, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But also like Instagram handle at the beginning, know. You, know, you don't have the power to get every handle we want, like URL, all those stuff are so important.
1: I know, and yeah. I don't think I realized, I think I just thought and exactly the same with the product. I was like, "Oh, come on, then, like, just go." But obviously, it does not work like that. Um, so originally, I wanted to call the brand redefine. Honestly, if I shown you some of our previous packaging and our previous yeah. names, at one point, the cash it literally was. Baby pink with blue writing. Like I can't even tell you, it's so off-brand for me. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, You've yeah, you got to start
0: somewhere. You've got to. We have to.
1: We have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna show you the pictures because you'll die. Mm, um, yeah. But yeah, and then originally, yeah, I wanted to call it redefine. Sorry, and then I wanted to call it define. But as you said, so many things were trademarked, and so many people had all these names. So I was like, right, where do we go from here? Myself and Jenna just sat down, and we were like, let's make up a word. Like, what does like what is a word that explains redefine for us? And then we came up with the word refi. So it's all about so redefining good. beauty. And yeah. refi is just a made up word, to be honest. But yeah, that's kind of where it happened.
0: You can, I actually can see it like a shortened, uh, even though the FY is a bit different, but it's shortened or yeah. re- redefined. It makes yeah. you, when you read it, but it's also got that Uber-esque effect of like a, like like an adjective. You can be like, I'm yeah. going to refi tonight, you know? Like, it's so
1: cool. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. That's so true. Oh, well, uh, verb, adjective I've got. It. My English is bad. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's very cool. So, re- and so then you managed to get all the trademark, everything, all.
1: Yes. So if you Amazing. have seen us on Instagram, then we are at Beauty. Somebody yeah. still has refi. Listen, Not you're going to get it. Names, you're going to get it. I know.
0: <laughs> it's going to come. But even no, then, it's actually, okay. it's quite good to have refibeauty. Beauty because I I like People then, you know, they know it's are going to
1: get to be. Exactly. That's what I think. Yeah, so it works out.
0: Okay, so that, okay, that's my first question. My second question is... You know, I know you said like you know you met Jess, everything clicked, but that's a big process to like a like find a co-founder, go into like you know making the decision to go into business. Yeah. So was it as was it really as easy as like hey we have got to do this? This makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Did you do like the whole like testing each other? Do, we're gonna like basically becoming like life partners together. You know, it's a big. decision. I know,
1: and I'm a Sagittarius, and I struggle with commitment, so I don't know how yeah, yeah. I've ended up in this situation. But no, honestly. It sounds, I hate to be that person, but I'd known Jenna for a while. Obviously, I'd seen how, like, in a a working capacity as well, in terms of her running um, Shrine and how she dealt with me, how she dealt with, like, some of her um, team that, like, worked with me also. And I just, we got along from day one, to be honest with you. But as you said, getting into a partnership where you guys are literally married is very intense, but for some reason, I hate to be that person. I just had a really good feeling. I never expected Rafai neither did Jenna. We never expected Rafi to become what it has. And I almost think that is the reason why it's gone so well, because we literally went in with zero expectations and everything that's happened has just been, we. like I said, we could have never expected it. Like, it's honestly insane. And I think the good thing about our two roles is I do feel like my experience was like modeling, makeup, social media, creativity, like photography, hers. Yes. She is so creative. She's an incredible brand, but she's also a boss. Like she is just incredible when it comes to running the business, running the team and just, she knows her stuff. So I think neither one really, we never have conflict. Like she's the best at her field, and I feel like I'm quite good at my field, so that's why we never have we never like butt heads. We never have those problems, and I to this day say it all the time, it shocks me how our visions are just so aligned. Like it makes me feel like it was meant to be because, night. Well, we we have combos where I'm like, right, we're thinking about the next campaign. I'm going to make a Pinterest board. You make a Pinterest board and then let's send them to each other and we'll see where we are and nine times out of ten we have the same images like it's That's just that is, it's, it's so good
0: <laughs> but you know it, well, what I love about that is, is and I think it's such a recipe for a successful um like co-foundership or whatever the mm-hmm. word is um it's because like I have the same with my sister it's we have very individual remits and strengths that kind of complement each other but don't step over each other Absolutely. we know what our roles are but we also have the unified vision exactly what you said it's that exactly vision that. is the most important so that is a two thing you can't just have you know similar like different roles you have to have the same vision mm-hmm. same goals and I think um those things generally speaking should accelerate your like obviously people get sometimes worried they like I need to test do I know if I want to get into bed with someone it's like you never will know till you do it but oh, if you so can true. at least know you have the same vision and and complementary skill sets that's usually like, again, like nine times out of 10 will probably work to your favor.
1: I agree. And I think getting into any kind of situation like that, like I can't lie to you and tell you, I was like, yeah, brilliant. woohoo, Let me sign. Let's go. But yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. obviously your brain is going to have that element of doubt. And but the thing is as well, you never know unless you try. I think unless you've got, a, I think, oh, I hate to be that person once again, but listen to your gut. If your gut is telling you yeah. get out, no, 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 so that's powerful. what you need to listen yeah. to. And I'm only just learning that now.
0: Uh, you know, and and even taking a step back as well, it's like, this is like, this is one experience in our life that will have many, right? It's yeah. a big one, don't get me wrong. Yes. This, building a brand is a big, big decision, a lot of commitment. But we come in this world alone, we leave in this world alone. We can make a lot of amazing decisions and everything could have a pro, could have a con. So we can't live in fear. We just got Absolutely. to see what's right and just enjoy the, the journey, whether it, it lasts for 20 years or lasts a year, whether it goes well or goes wrong. We keep on trying and keep on growing and keep on doing. I think that's what it is. And I think that was my thing when I was at Dior, my my CEO at the time, he was um, really interested in creating a beauty brand at one point. And I was. And I was quite close to him. was in meetings with him, sometimes just me and him. And we were kind of like past notes of our brands that we wanted to build. And he's, you know, uh, 40 plus years experience, incredibly well acclaimed in the beauty industry. And he was like, I'm not ready. And I was like, "Wow, well, if you're not ready, I'm not ready. I'll never be <laughs> ready. You know, like this is Absolutely. the reality. You just, I mean, I, I even like, I'm sure both of us are like, it's that kind of bungee jump. Like, okay, we, I don't know how we jumped, but we're here now.
1: You know? I know. I loved all of, of the process leading up to it. And then as soon as yeah. it came to the launch show, I remember being like, like, I've actually got to tell people. I've got to show people this. <laughs> Oh God!
0: (laughs) Crazy. It is. It's scary. It's exciting. It's all these emotions. But I want to talk about one thing as well as your um, because we're both uh, Sephora um fans. Just so exciting and and honestly, like I'm sure both of us. I'm sure you feel like you know the same way as I. It's like that is the holy grail when it comes to ideally having a great a great retail partner. Mm -hmm. Sephora is like the one of the top. It's the ultimate. It is ultimate, and so a. Tell me how that journey came out. How did it be? And and what was it like when you got the the, the dotted line of signing? Let's go.
1: Honestly, this story doesn't even sound real. But I've got a bit (laughs) sorry to plug myself, but I've got a video on my TikTok that I want you guys to go watch if you don't believe me. So basically, as you said, Sephora is the ultimate like, my boyfriend knows about Sephora, my dad's friends know about Sephora, like, Everybody knows about Everyone Sephora. Knows. It's a big deal. It's a very and big come deal. Now it's
0: coming to the UK. I
1: know. I'm so excited. It's so good. Um, so, yeah, obviously, Sephora is the ultimate. Obviously, that was what we were aiming for. And um, before we'd even launched the brand, we launched the brand, as you said, in November 2020. It was the 2nd of November. Um, we did our first ever shoot for the brand. We wanted to do a shoot. We did it in Milos in Greece. And it was just like a real vibe shoot to like set the tone for the brand to show that we're all about photography, aesthetic, obviously incredible products, but just setting the tone. So we went and did that shoot and I was with Jenna, my business partner, and it was just us two for a moment. And she just sort of said, okay, I'm going to film you this. Sorry, by the way, this was August. No, it was September. Sorry. September, 2020. And we launched in November. She was like, right, I'm going to film you saying, Hey guys, so excited to tell you all we're now available in Sephora.'" you can shop us now. Thank you so much. So I was like, okay, I'll do it. So I'm there with the products that no one's ever seen. It's not even launched. Hi, I'm so excited to tell you all we're now available in Sephora. We filmed that video. And then, yeah, we just thought that would be the dream. One day, hopefully, that, that will actually be a reality. And then we launched the brand in November of 2020. And then I believe within three to four weeks of launching, we had an email from one of the buyers at Sephora, who is now one of our most special people ever she's just incredible as you probably know the team are amazing to work with yeah, they're best, yeah the best and they'd said hey like we've tried your products we just want to know what your retail plans are and I just thought oh, no way like we were screaming I showed Jenna's dad and he was like girls like make sure this is a real email make sure no one's playing <laughs> a trick on you we cool. just couldn't believe it we couldn't believe the fact that they'd actually seen us bought the product then tried it then liked it like it was just, right.
0: and I, I want to just also just pause there and sec- and like say they get hundreds and hundreds of brands email them a day for them to even go out is already something crazy number one I know like I know because they have it's- already all the
1: options exactly why would they why would they spend yeah. their money and take a risk like even yeah. waste their time even so yeah it was just. Mentor, So we got this email um, and we were just like, oh my God, let's check it's real. It was real. Um, and then I think within two or three weeks, we were on a call with them. And I just, oh, even that was just so crazy. Just speaking to the team, they were just, if any, just hearing that they even believed in us was just mm. incredible. And they loved the products. And yeah, so that's kind of when the conversations first started. And then I believe it was June of 2021 that we actually launched on Sephora online and in stores. I think we launched in originally about 300 stores, which obviously is crazy. And we were on yeah. the feature of the, the next, next best thing. Yeah. Next yeah. big thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. Geez. Which was incredible. That same as us. Yeah. It's so good. But even when you go in there, then you see the brands that we're next to, like
0: it's Patrick pretty Tart- cool. Yeah. Pretty
1: good brands. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I know, but I mean, I mean, uh, coming in from an outsider, I'm like I'm like Rafi, and then the others. So you guys so are. We, <laughs> so so I wouldn't good. say, but but I understand as a founder, we we sometimes like we always downplay our we we just don't we just don't see it from the outside perspective. I know it's me. true. Like, when you look at it, it's like Rafi is huge. It's amazing. Well, I appreciate yeah.
1: that right back at you. So good. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, so this cool. happened. So yeah, then we launched in June, um, and now that was obviously. June 2021, and now what we're in 2022. Near the end of 2022, we're now in 600 stores, which is crazy. It's just
0: insane. U.S. and Canada, right? Which is amazing. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. Incredible. Just so 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 I want to
0: actually talk about something there because the timelines is obviously synonymous to the pandemic, and both of us. We're based in in London, right? In UK. Yeah. So we had a big period of like a year and a half where we couldn't go to the US. So there was probably the same thing as well, right? Where you couldn't yeah. visit your merchants, you couldn't even go see your products in store until a while this later, right? Because of the visa yeah. issue. The Esther was banned.
1: Yeah, so we're in the same boat as you. That happened to us. I remember the day that we actually launched in store, we actually had one of our friends who was based in New York and she was obviously I think the restrictions were less than so they were able to go out and about um obviously it was just us that couldn't get over but our friend actually did an Instagram live with me and she went into but that was the first ever time I saw it so she was I'm on Instagram live I've never done one before I'm pretty awkward anyway and then she's there going into the store to like show us the thing and I was just I was nearly crying. Like, I just,
0: it's amazing. But then it's like so heartbreaking to, to not see it until... I but, know! Because yeah. we, we didn't know, right? When exactly. would we be able to go? Like Honestly,
1: I, even Sephora were writing to the embassy for us, saying, like, no, they need yeah. to come in. They need to they for work or something. And they just weren't yeah. having any of it. So we they actually didn't end it. up seeing... No, we actually didn't end up seeing the stand, I believe, until my business partner, Jenna, still not seeing it, seen it. Sorry. I saw it in May of this year, so...
0: I feel you. It's crazy. No, no, no. I, I've, um, yeah. it took a lot. And, uh, do you make your all your production here or?
1: Well, our production's kind of all over now. So we've got a lot of our production okay. in Asia. So obviously we've had a little nice. bit of the impact of trying to get product over. Obviously, I know everyone's been in the same Freight, boat. Freight, costs. Yes, absolutely. It's just been crazy. Um, and then we also have some distribution and some of our um, factories in Europe as well, which is a little bit better because it's not too far. And then we just obviously ship everything over.
0: So Now we we make all our production in the the US. It was so hard. Like we launched similar to you, but we launched, yeah, April 2020. So that was like day one pandemic kind of thing. Oh
1: my gosh, it was.
0: And I was like, wait, like I can't go quality control my labs myself. I can't, like everything. But the beauty of that is, is you can really build a brand anywhere like you can be like i mean you could have your production somewhere your retail somewhere else and your team my general manager i didn't see for about a year and a half she was in barcelona she's still there right now and um it just shows like the power of connecting online like with social media we're saying you can make really meaningful impacts it's not as fun there's definitely fatigue involved i mean i'm sure we we still have right now zoom fatigue but it's possible it's possible. I agree. I used to enter every deist, yeah, to create something.
1: No, it's so true. And I, exactly to what you say, I do believe that just having social media. And it sounds so silly, but the internet, like, you really can't achieve anything. Like, we speak to our suppliers in Asia, and they're like, we've seen on Instagram that this is launched. And we're like, yeah, like, everyone's just so happy for us. But as you say, just being there face-to-face is actually nothing better, is there? Like, even myself getting to go over to the US and Canada and meeting the Sephora staff in person, that was just the best like it's just so different actually doing it in real life
0: so now I kind of want to talk about your amazing products. so you're so kind to send me your product thank yeah. you I know um, a lot of this is going to be consumed audio so I'm going yes. to ask you Jess to paint us a beautiful journey audio wise uh, mm-hmm. voice wise of your product portfolio
1: Okay so we started off with our first ever launch which was November 2020 and that was the Brow Collection um, and in that collection was the infamous award-winning Brow Sculpt Um so that kind of was the product that I would say set the tone for our brand and I'm really really grateful that we were or well, we spent so long as I said before perfecting that and making sure it did what it needed to do and it was the best it could possibly be because I feel like that is what really made our mark for us as a brand in the beauty, the beauty world. I guess, and, and that's at an hard. incredible
0: cost. You know, like your cost mm-hmm. for the quality is incredible. Like I don't really? know, you obviously are sacrificing some margins there, but you put the consumers first, which I love.
1: Absolutely, yeah. and I think that was. I remember having conversations with the team right at the very start when it came to that, and I just feel, for me as an influencer, if you want to call me that, or what I share on social media, it. The stuff that I wear, the stuff that I buy, this like it's all, it's all within that price range. That's how I live. That's my taste. That's my style. So I couldn't then be like, oh, well, we've got a product that's a pound. Then people were like, well, why? Like that, yeah. that mustn't be good. Or if I'm then like we've got a product which is a hundred pound. People were like, well, just what? Like that makes no sense. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that was just something I was so conscious of. And as you said, it's the cost of making a product, and we make everything like from. A scratch with the formula so yeah it is a little bit tricky but i just think from day dot sh- absolutely and it's all about brand at the end of the day and i just think i wanted to be able to make products that anybody could at least try and if you liked it brilliant but i just hope that people were able to try so yes, yeah, sorry we started with brows and that was the brow sculpt which Kind of blew up for us. Um, oh, also, no. I just want
0: to say because you won't say it, but like I go on every single brand and I look at the reviews. Not only have you got nearly 5,000 views, which is unheard of on your website, but also you have, I'm just going to put that, out of 5,000, you have five one stop five, meaning that might even be an accident click, okay? So that's Let's like not so. even <laughs> a 0.00. <laughs> 0. <laughs> You have over 4,000, nearly 4,500 five-star reviews. It's all, it's like 4.99. It's insane. Yeah, so this, and these are verified buys. I scrolled. It's not like seeded, gifted. It's like really organic. Yeah. So that is incredible that you managed to Really create a cult product, of course, award winning and stuff, but it
1: works, I, which is amazing. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this on the podcast. Am I allowed to say the word sex or no?
0: Yeah, you can, of course, you can. You can say whatever you want. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> can I just tell you, you just brought that, it's just pinged stuff on my mind. I am so grateful for all of our reviews, they're incredible. Yeah. But the thing is, our customers are real customers and they give really real re- reviews.
0: <laughs> what did someone say?
1: So there's this one girl Oh boy who wrote a review saying brow sculpt was incredible it lasted in super strong <laughs> winds it lasted at a Travis Scott concert and it lasted for really common. rough sex I was like oh God. but
0: you know what you say when you build your brand by your community you're like oh is that is that an interesting tagline Should that be, oh, is, that, is that in our marketing
1: can we, collateral can we put that on like a big shop window Are we like, I know to
0: do it? <laughs> honestly it is, it, 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 it's one of those things where I'm like it, it's like so funny but it's so but you
1: it could respect be, it, it as well don't you yeah. yeah because I just think well fair play like that's a yeah. like big selling point
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that I love that it's so
1: oh, funny. Funny. those are ones oh. you
0: have to no matter what frame and keep in your office oh, like, god we have.
1: do honestly when we Amazing. get a review like that we send it in the work chat and everyone's just oh, dying oh, so cool. funny
0: <laughs> okay so I digress so browse <laughs> yeah sorry okay. No, no, my yeah, fault. Yeah, so Next.
1: no, absolutely all good. So we launched the brow sculpt and we were really fortunate that, that was so well received and so many people wanted to try it. And what was so surreal is the fact that we had actually bought enough quantity of the brow sculpt skewed to last us. Well, I remember when Jenna told me how much we were buying, I just sort of said, like, obviously if you're sorry, I keep like having thoughts pop up, but obviously when you create a formula from scratch for the factory as a startup brand to be able to do that for you, and to know that you're not wasting their time, they they like they want a big quantity, they don't want they?
0: Motors, yeah, they do exactly, and, they, and they're diverting their energies from the big brands that have checks left, right, and centre.
1: Yeah, up way, exactly. So why would they take a chance on, on us that's never bought them anything before? Um So we were so great, our factory that we work with now, they're incredible. They took a chance on us, and we had to place a really big order quantity and I just remember thinking oh my god like what am I doing this is just insane yeah, yeah what are we gonna do and Jenna said to me she was like, I reckon this could last us for two years like brilliant and I was like okay yeah cool sounds great because at this point we were like let's just sell brows and let's see let's see what happens um so we did that and then crazily the brow sculpt sold out within six weeks which Jeez. was just I just Insane. as soon as that happened I thought
0: You knew Oh my you gosh Yeah and bear in mind this is the beginning six weeks this is just your D 2 C right?
1: Yes this Initially. is and this was this was early January and because obviously we had no idea that this would even happen, we then in December time after launching in November had said to the factory like oh we might need to um place another order Ooh. actually. Yeah, oh <laughs> us again we might need to place another order, like what can they we were do? Like, I
0: didn't expect to hear from you for early. Yeah, <laughs>
1: about four years yeah (laughs) and they were like oh okay so obviously they have other incredible brands that they work with so they were like oh well it's going to be at least a month or two before we can even get around to doing yours so I just thought oh my gosh like this is a nightmare but obviously our customers were so amazing and everyone held on and waited so I was really grateful when we were able to restock and that people still remembered that product and still bought it and people continue to buy but Sorry, I dig- I digress again.
0: Um, no, no. yeah, no. we start,
1: started with this the is brows. this is this is
0: the point. This is this is I love this because these are the enriched stories that we I need know. to hear. I mean, this is it brings also more love to the product, so I love it. No,
1: it's true. Yeah. So then yeah, brow collection, so brow sculpt, which was the ultimate, and then we brought out which actually ended up being one of the customers' faves, and this sold out also along with the pomade, I think it was a couple weeks after, was the pencil. The pencil just seemed to blow up in honesty when we were creating it I remember saying to the team I was like shall we do a pencil and everyone was like yes I think we should I think we should like this is a really good one because we were able to get the tip so minuscule I think we I can't remember the measurement off the top of my head but it's tiny like tiny 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 so it creates the most realistic brow hairs and it's brilliant and obviously a product that I can't live without now but at the time I just thought are we just doing like another brow pencil like Anyway, launch with that and the pomade and the pomade is gorgeous as well. Like it's such a creamy formula and it just does not dry out, which was a pet peeve of mine for so long. I feel like all the products that we create are created because, as I said before, problems that are in like products or the industry already. And we want to fix that. Um, anyway, launched with that collection that went so well, so well received. And then as we had just launched that collection, we then just before that had started working on what ended up being our face collection. So within that collection, there's four products. It was the cream bronzer, the cream blush, and the gloss highlight and the geo end brush. And this is just kind of, well, gorgeous formulas, which we started from the very beginning with. We wanted formulas that were just really creamy, like really vibrant on the skin just gave a really healthy glow almost like you no know, make makeup so easy to use so blendable um again just wanted to fix all those problems that we had with the makeup industry and like how to get fresh glowing skin but everyone to have fresh glowing skin and also then when it comes to making products that which are for the face is just making sure that we have every color possible and that it's every single person possible as well and that also means working with different skin tones and different skin types as well which was a massive learning curve for me um and I feel like we were able to do that and I don't know if I said before but one of the biggest things for me and Jenna and the team when creating products we never ever want to create a product which is in like 17 70 colors because Yeah. yeah that's brilliant when it comes to certain products but I feel like sometimes And I always found this when I went into like a makeup department store, or went to makeup stand and I saw 40 colors to choose from. I just think overwhelmed, like not for me. I'm going to. Yeah, I can't. (laughs) So and I know that a lot of other people felt that way or just felt a bit intimidated when they were in situations like that. So I thought this is one thing that was a massive innovation, our formulas, how we can get the formula to w- work with so many different skin tones and of course skin types as well so that's kind of what we aim to do so currently in our bronzer we now have four shades um, um which obviously adapt to every single skin tone and then cream blush we now have five shades but we originally launched with three um yeah. but that was a big thing as well actually once we launched so grateful we we love speaking with our customers and getting their feedback a lot of the customers were just kind of telling us what they wanted and i was like Gosh, I didn't even think about that. But you're so right. So then, that's when this year mainly we started working on new shades, new colors that the customer wanted, and we were able to bring those to them. And that's gone really well. I just, I feel like customer feedback and just hearing what people want and what they would change is just so valuable. Like I welcome it every day. It's just the best ever. And Love it. what,
0: what, what's some of the ways that you kind of interact with customers is it a lot of like live streaming dming uh like comments like what's the best ways for you guys
1: i feel like for me i just i feel like instagram's like my like i just know that so well that's kind of where i speak to a lot of Everyone. my following at least anyway yeah. and a lot of the refi following whether that's dm whether that's comments whatever it might be that's a really great place for us and another massive one is the question section that you can pop on stories um, on Instagram, because I can just literally ask anything and I can have the answer, like hundreds of answers as well. It's just incredible. Um, and another great one actually has been TikTok because I feel like people on TikTok want to see things for real, real time. And just, they just, they're very honest over there. I like it. It's good.
0: Oh, I love Yeah. TikTok is really, um, I I still love the fact that like TikTok is incredible. It can be one of the largest ways to grow a business if viral, for example, but generally for like solid, like growth and and sure growth and sure communication, it's Instagram is still very, very, I think the forefront because I think TikTok is like a content, um, it's more of a content platform. It doesn't really allow you for much conversation and, um, yeah, communication as much as Instagram. No, I agree.
1: I agree. And even before I started the brand, I remember I was actually utilising conversations with the people that follow me, just being like, oh, like, what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? And that was, well, back then an amazing time for me to collect all this knowledge before even launching a brand. And it would be even if I was able to work with some other incredible brands and post about them and like seeing that feedback from what people thought. And I thought, oh, that gives me ideas. Like, it's such, as you said, such an amazing place and such an amazing tool to connect and just have really good conversations.
0: So, also apart from Sephora, we're also we have so many similarities. You're also in Selfridges, know, right? In I London, I know. Just look so cool. I know. I think we like have the same vision, same mindset. True, like it's, like, um, it. it's so cool. So, how is Selfridges like? Because obviously, we're, we're you know we're born and raised in England, Londoners. Now, like it's something that Selfridges is that iconic place when it comes Absolutely. to people's discovery destination. What was it like?
1: Honestly, for me, I feel bad saying what I said before, but Sephora was like the ultimate just because of the size of it. But yeah, as no, you said, it,
0: and it still is, I think, when it comes to Oh,
1: beauty, gosh, it's, definitely. It's Sephora. But um, absolutely, to what you said about Selfridges, I feel like their legacy is just huge. Exactly. Like, everybody knows who they are. Like, I told my granddad I was in Selfridges. Yes, the yellow bag. I told my granddad that I might be going to Selfridges, and he was just like... <gasps> no way like it's incredible so it does just have that incredible legacy I feel like as a customer customer myself whenever I go in there the shopping experience is always amazing like it's just such a nice experience such a nice store to shop in um I know they've got some more around the country and I think we're in the two in Manchester one in Birmingham as well and then yeah Yes, Trafford in exchange. Yes, and then London. Um, all of the stores are just incredible, and the staff are so nice as well. So I just feel like and your retail
0: space is beautiful. I saw the way, like that, like the it kind of blends in, like I to know. the you know, the mould for the product. Like I, I still visualise it today. I don't really
1: oh, thank it. you. It's
0: so thank beautiful.
1: You. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Well, we're really fortunate now that we have two stands in Selfridges, so we're actually able to have the full collection, which is so good, because that was one piece of feedback we were always getting was people saying, you might know this as well, like being online with your brand, people, nothing beats going in in person and seeing the product, like touching the products. So I think that's what we were really missing. So being able to do that in Selfridges is just...
0: And having all the products there. Because the last thing you want yes. is someone to be like, oh, I went in all the way, but I just didn't see that one. It's exactly.
1: And I feel like Selfridges is still such a tourist attraction as well. So such if you get people coming to visit and they want to go in, like mm-hmm. you just need it all to be there.
0: It's so true. So I have to ask, like, what's the future for Refai? Um, is it still honing down in, in colour and makeup and just you know, getting bigger? Or could it be into other categories? Is it still to be defined by your community?
1: yeah to be honest with you what I see for now is just continuing with makeup like that is truly my passion the team's passion um never say never on some other things but I feel like right now never say never but right now we just do exactly I just feel like right now I still and my business partner as well we have so many ideas we actually have so many collections which are in the works like Things will be coming very soon. But I just, I think we've planned up to five years of ideas, which to me is just crazy, considering we were just making yeah. our product for fun. And now, also, and now we've got to very, be serious and plan.
0: <laughs> but very smart, because we know today the lead times. And now it's like I know. a year is, forget a year. Like, I mean, certain roars and packaging is like crazy lead times because of the remnants of the pandemic still affecting mm-hmm. a lot of the parts of the industry. So... Yeah, you have to plan in advance. And it's, yeah. and it's good to plan in advance because you launch things on time, you launch things Definitely. the way you want it to be, um, especially when you go into retail because, you know, you generally you have to to make, you've got to make those timings. Have you found, like, your retail partners, um, you know, Sephora, et cetera, are they, like, really... Um, like have you had those moments where you're being late on things? Have you been flexible? Because I've had many, I can tell yes. you.
1: Yes, <laughs> I mean, as a as a startup brand, though, it's gonna happen. Obviously, it's gonna, happen, yeah. it's, gonna ha- it's gonna happen to anyone. It's just one of those things. And like you said, with the times we've had lately with COVID and all the different things that have affected our industry, yeah. yeah, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of industries have been going through it as well. So I do feel like the retailers have been really understanding. But there actually was a time this year which was eating me up inside because it's it's embarrassing as well, isn't it? To have to go to a retailer and just say uh was, no none left i'm so sorry yeah. <laughs> like so like, we have like
0: you're turning like i remember like someone in the podcast oh. said to me before but lena lauder said like if you're sold out it's not something to celebrate it's like I know. a business opportunity there, i mean there's two sides to that coin of course it's good to sell out and things are amazing but yeah it's like it is horrible to be like pause that po that purchase order like i, I can't deliver it right now and it's like to like, how many to signups give you the,
1: have you got oh, no products.
0: No products. I have a waiting list, um, but, just, but but it is something that uh, you know. I think working as you get more into the business, we work with. We can a, hire more people. Uh, we yeah. can have more structures, more uh, maybe cash flow to do certain things. But I actually, want to talk about team. How, how did it start? Like in terms of was it just you um, at, at the beginning with Jen, or did it like how did it develop into a team today?
1: Yeah, so I think that's actually one of the reasons that we were able to have like such a smooth start, I would say, and success, I would say. Um obviously Jenna is an incredible businesswoman and had an incredible brand alongside, which was Shrine, and the team there were just insane. So to begin with, she sort of said, Look, because honestly, this was never meant to be what it is today. So she said, I've got a great idea. I will take four people from Shrine and we'll split their time, Amazing. 20% to refine, the rest of so the time smart. to Shrine. Yeah, and, th- and that meant that we already had people who I'd actually known from speaking to over email and working with them for product, but also people that Jenna had worked with for years and years who already and had trusted. that trust or, yeah. trust, yeah, and already had that experience and just, well, everyone was already had an amazing relationship. Everybody already had that incredible work and dynamic. So straight away, we kind of already had, what's the right word? Like the foundations. So we were able to go full force at this because we had like a space to keep all the product. We had, like all of us were able to be hands-on and help in the very beginning and I'm not going to lie and sugarcoat it. Like a lot of us were doing three or four jobs in the beginning and you probably know that's like, you have to. You have to. Um, You've just got to give it your all. And then it's only when you start to see the business growing and-, and warranting
0: the growth of more people because yeah. you don't want to hire uh without real intent the worst thing is absolutely you hire, then you let go you know that's like the worst thing i in feel anyway. absolutely uh it's growing smartly not fastly and i think Definitely. that takes some time and also i do think like it's good at the beginning selfishly as well to do as many things as possible to learn especially as a founder oh, rush, a CEO, yeah. or a director just because it's an amazing opportunity to really understand the business from the ground
1: up no, I couldn't agree more. And a bit like I, I keep saying to you, at the very beginning, I remember, I was like, oh, brilliant, we've sent the drawer to the factory. Okay, great, well, will we have that in a couple of weeks? Yeah, okay, brilliant. And then we'll just order, yeah, do you know what I mean? I just had no idea about how a business ran. Don't get me wrong, if you want me to plan a shoot, if you want me to come up with ideas, if you want me to do that that, no problem yeah. running a business like you need to be in all of those shoes to understand every element it's so important isn't it
0: yeah it's so important i mean we pay to go to the university this one is okay you're paying to to build a brand of course but it's different but uh what an amazing like uh second chance to learn and like, after college and stuff is to build Definitely. a brand and i think that kind of takes some of that risk out like no matter what happens that the fact that you'll learn something at the end of the, whether the business doesn't work or it works, exactly. that should be, I think, a stepping stone into just starting. If you, mm-hmm. if you have the, the, the true why and the, the authentic reason to create it, because there is a lot of brands out there. And I think you have to have the right intention in creating something to not make the, the saturated space even more saturated and complicated for consumers.
1: No, um, I it's agree. very, very
0: important. Um, and back to what you said
1: before as well about agreeing to do the partnership, like you said, if you never even take that risk, like you'll never know otherwise. And yeah, it could go terribly wrong. But again, you would have learned something or it could have gone great. And again, you would have learned yeah, a lot too. Right. So I just think exactly. you've got to do these things. And as you said as well, when you had that conversation um, back at Dior, there never ever will be the right time. I just I, at right. every
0: stage, you'll still not be ready for the next thing ahead you won't. Of you Because I mean, you like, yeah, like I, I was talking to my team now and I was like, Oh, like, I felt really confident as a CEO in the first two years of my business. Now I'm like, I'm a bit nervous because I, I, we've leveled up quite a considerable bit. We're Definitely. 40 people. We're like growing quite a That's lot in insane. all these markets, And I'm a bit like... I don't know, like, I, I, I think I, I have, I I'm, I'm, maybe I, and I'm open, you know, I'm very open. Like I said, look, I'm going to try my best. If I'm struggling, I will hire another CEO and I'll be a founder. Absolutely. Like, I have to step, whatever's good for the, because the business is no longer mine. It's, it's, it's my teams and it's our communities. Yep. It's beyond yes. me, uh, which Absolutely. is a beautiful feeling to let go of it and feel like it's an entity that's beyond, that will last its time, even past myself.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And how incredible as well that you have that many people that make you feel that excited you trust that much and have that exact same vision as you like everybody knows where they're going and I find that as well with the team like even like we said before about just being there in person you know it's like having those conversations with everyone in the room it's just like the energy is just incredible and that's one of my favorite parts as well for sure
0: it's, uh, but I, I know we're gonna you probably have a you know brands to build things to do so I'm gonna wrap it up soon but I do have before mm-hmm. the uh, fire uh, fire round questions I have a desert island situation for you Jess so oh, okay. I'm excited to see your response but I'm also uh, very sorry in advance for making you choose you know what's coming <laughs> you had to choose one product to, to come on this founded video retreat what is your one go-to refi product
1: that's mean you know that's a I, know, I know I know I know Okay, one refined beauty product.
0: Okay.
1: I'm going to say the lip gloss.
0: because,
1: Because I am that girl that literally cannot go anywhere without her lip gloss. So, yeah, it looks gorgeous, but my lip gloss is also a lip balm. So it has all the benefits of a lip balm. It's super good for your lips. Obviously,
0: hyaluronic it looks, acid. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's
1: incredible. So it's super uh, glossy, does all the good stuff. So I feel like I could utilize that in a few different ways.
0: Amazing. I, like, I like that. Be, versatile. Yeah. Um, product, especially on a desert island, you're going to need a lot of hydration. Absolutely. Lips, so that's very important. Absolutely. I like that. <laughs> uh, my now five round questions. So this is first thing that comes to your mind. So the first question, what's mm. another beauty brand you're currently loving? And, and of course we know Fable and Maine, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. apart, from, apart from our brand, what's another beauty brand you're loving?
1: Okay. Another beauty brand that I'm loving, I would have to say, so I... I'm saying this because I recently went on a trip. I went on a trip with Way, and that was a really oh, nice. amazing trip to try yeah. all of their products because I'd already tried a couple, um, but I was actually able to try like a lot more, and I really loved I love. I I love what
0: Jen's built, and she's also that's exactly puppy what I was going to say, products, which is amazing. Well, this
1: is it. And even yeah. when I was speaking to the team, I was like, "Where'd you got these ideas?" And they're like, "We just have fun." And I think,
0: it's yeah, so cool. actually, yeah, I that's love, brilliant. I love. What, I love the like, name as well.
1: Oh, me way. too. And do you know what, what you said about refi being a verb or an adjective? Yeah, That's what they do, way. They put way of life, yeah, this like, way. And I thought, I can't
0: No, I, I want all the things that I see. I see all these influencers getting, like, these magnets. I'm like, oh, I, want one. I think it's pretty yeah. cool. These bags yeah. with, like, these slogans on it. It's so even cool. to what,
1: the way you speak, I don't know if you've spoke with Jen, um, or done the podcast Not with yet, no, but You yeah. need to, you need to. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, but even the way you speak and how you speak, what your brand and the team... I feel like it's very similar to Jen and
0: yeah. how she
1: does that so far. Like I'd love to hear a conversation between you two. Uh, definitely. So I, I we, had that it, we had it
0: planned at one point and then I think I know she had her baby so then we have to have to yes. reconnect with her and I'll we yeah, get that in think the, sure in the diary. I think she's yeah, so it's a very good idea. Um, what's a guilty pleasure of yours?
1: I am a serial watcher of Friends. Friends Ooh. is just like my comfort program. Yeah. I probably could recite every single line and I know it's going to them whether you ever whether you love it or hate it. Yeah. But even if I'm doing work, I just, I just like to hear it's, them it's in the background. It's great
0: background. It for is. me, it's the same thing. I love it. It's yeah, comforting. Background.
1: I wrote, Yeah, so that's my... Nice. At least once a day.
0: I love that. I love that. Uh, <laughs> well, what are you currently watching or reading? I don't know if you're currently okay. watching. Best, but... <laughs> Let
1: me think. What am I currently... I'll tell you what I'm currently reading. What am I currently reading? Um, oh, I actually just got back from a trip and I read a book when I was away and it was probably one of the best books I ever read. I For me to be able to switch off from work not because I'm a crazy working girl, but just because even I could be scrolling on Instagram and I could be coming Um, up with ideas. I just need to fully switch off. So the only thing that I feel like makes me switch off is thriller books. Just because I love reading like the story, the plot, and then I wanna figure out like what's happening before I get to the end. I don't Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who is it? What how has this happened? Um but I read one recently called The Silent Patient, which was along those lines and Honestly to this day I'm just still in shock about the ending. So I I'm feel like if you want put it in my to-do yes. list.
0: Is that Alex uh Michele Desch, Alex, right? yes. Yeah. It, okay. okay. So my list. is Alex, my, yeah. I'm gonna get it and I audiobook things now, so I'm gonna I'm sure it's an Yes.
1: Audience. Oh my gosh, yeah, do it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, even when you... Because I got to like three pages before the end and I was like, I know what's happening here, but you don't until the last page. It's Ooh.
0: so good. Oh, and he's British. sick so Listen, Awesome. Okay, cool. I wanna it's, check it out. Okay. Yeah, so make sure you do. Uh, And watching... Are you watching anything right now?
1: Um, I just finished watching... Oh, The Watcher. I was about to say...
0: Okay, opinion? Because I've heard uh, uh, good and bad. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think... I mean, oh, I was very disappointed by the end.
0: I, that's what everyone has said. It's like, it's yeah. so open to interpretation. It's a bit it like, is. Mm, and it I anywhere. don't know if
1: you know, but it's based on a true story. True yeah, yes. which is crazy. So I, exactly. So I decided to Google it to be like, I need some answers. I need some clarity. But again, still very vague. Vague, you know. Yeah, I think it's very well done, but... I think again back to the thriller book situation. Wanting to figure something out, you
0: want, and you want I can't figure something out. Solution. It will frustrate
1: me. Yeah, uh, I'm an escape room
0: fanatic. I need my.
1: Oh yes, I've never done one. I need to do one. Okay,
0: Jess, we're gonna do an escape room. Okay, please so, okay, don't I'm worry. Plan that. I'm gonna <laughs> plan <laughs> it. <I'm, laughs> when I say I'm obsessed, I do. I've done over hundred. Like I'm obsessed.
1: No, you are not. <gasps> I, I'm do you know? What I think we should. Do, I think we should do a refine and a Fable and Done.
0: Like, Let's Sorry. do it. Let's do it. Okay, I'm gonna organize this after. I'll send you a message later. That'd be so fun, and we should co-working we're both in london like come to yeah. your office we'll,
1: oh my gosh I yeah, love that. Okay. Please. so
0: exciting um and we have similar like retailers similar stuff from um, there's so many notes we can I'm share i'm surprised so. we've
1: not bumped into each other already
0: no but there's always a meant to be so this is meant to be now it's going to happen i'm really sure. excited um the next question is what's your favorite social media platform right now
1: okay so i feel like i even though it's a bit of a love-hate situation sometimes, it is Instagram. Yeah. It's that true. is yeah. just, it's it OG. is. Like, it's, it's just, well, for me, it's got me to where I am today. So without yeah. Instagram, this probably would not be happening right now. So I'm always yeah. so, so grateful for Instagram. Um, I get a lot of my inspiration from there. I get a lot of my ideas from there. And yeah, I do love TikTok, but I think Instagram is just the OG for me.
0: I agree. Uh, do you have a favorite quote that you kind of go by?
1: Okay, so so I don't know if this is. Can I quote my younger brother? Am I allowed of to do that? Again. <laughs> so my brother is probably the most chilled person there is. Probably a little bit too chilled. He just lives life. He's very happy, um, and I do feel like sometimes, obviously, you know what it's like when there is a lot going on. Things can be overwhelming, and I think I've said to him before. I was, I am just feeling like things feel heavy at the moment. Like I've got a lot going on, and his one piece of advice to me. And it stuck with me ever since this day. He was like, Jess, what you need to do is you need to look in the mirror and you need to say to yourself, is there anything I can do about this right now? And if the answer is yes, you need to go and do it. If the answer is no, just forget about it. I was like, wise. That makes a lot of sense. I
0: love that. A
1: lot of sense.
0: I mean, that. I need to hear that. I need to hear that. Thank you. you What's your mother's name? Yeah. George, George, George. Thanks, George. I'm going to, that's awesome now. Very wise I'm for a 21 myself. year old.
1: Yeah,
0: I, definitely. But um, sometimes you need that just reminder. And I you love do. that. That's so true. That's so, so true. Okay, that's, a, that's a good one. My, my last question is, if you weren't a beauty entrepreneur, social media star, what would Jess be doing that's a bit out of the box to what people think you would be doing? Um,
1: okay, so I... Before I did all of this, I had a job and I actually really loved it. I used to work in the NHS as a personal assistant to some of the doctors and commissioners. Um, I actually loved it. It was really good. I worked with the commissioners for children's and mental health and it was really interesting um and a lot of that was like diary support and being in a lot of their meetings and I feel like I'm a really organized person maybe because of that but I actually really enjoy organization and that really fun person um but no I love all of that so possibly going back to doing something like that
0: i love that oh that's amazing what well, jess has been such an honor and pleasure and i'm just excited because we're gonna just have so much fun now escape rooms team bonding it's just the beginning we've of got, our friendship we've
1: got big plans
0: big, big plans. plans but for those who unfortunately can't you know come in our fun plans where can they at least still follow you and your journey on social media what are the links
1: absolutely so on instagram my at is jess hunt and a number two and then you guys can also check out refi beauty at refi beauty and you're gonna kill me because i don't actually this is how bad i'm at tiktok i don't even know my tiktok name
0: oh, oh hey, hey i find it now da, 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 It's
1: jess on i've got a feeling it's got a three in it
0: your three personal up. tiktok your, your, your tiktok and refi beauty is but your personal yeah is
1: refi beauty yeah,
0: jess hunt o2
1: oh two three where did that
0: come from she's definitely
1: an instagram girl guys
0: Follow her on Instagram mainly first, and then TikTok. Just come to Instagram, then you But your TikTok, TikTok is TikTok. great. You've got loads yes. of fans. <laughs>
1: I love it. Um,
0: well, I'll put all the links in the bios. Everyone can go tip tap away.
1: Don't worry, guys. I've just
0: got it. Just I got, you, I got you covered, Jess. Um, and uh, next stop, Escape Room. I'll message you after yes, this. But it's been there. such a pleasure. Thanks so much for sharing all your wisdom and knowledge. It's been amazing.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I've loved it.